The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. It just goes. Um, this Wednesday and next Wednesday, I want to touch on what we've themed or titled Pressing into Victory. Hallelujah. Somebody say pressing into victory. And specifically what we want to talk about, or what we want to touch on is the attitude for success and excellence. Many Christians don't manifest or display a victorious life in different aspects of our lives, not because we don't have the victory in that area where we seem to be defeated. And by the way, that's a very good place to start from, although I don't want to dwell on that, and since I have um, shorter time, you are already victorious. Pastor, when did I get victorious? The moment you got born again. I mean, if you've been in this church for any long period of time, we've taught on that. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. So that capacity and the ability um, to be victorious, you already possess it. You may appear not to be victorious, whether it's your health or finances or marriage or something, that doesn't change the fact that you are victorious. The, the moment you can settle that in your thinking, I'm telling you, your life will change forever. You, you've got to come to this place of understanding. Somebody say understanding. I can't hear you. Say understanding. You can say it louder. Say understanding. And you better fall in love with that word. Many things that you have. Let's even look at natural things. I was just looking at... Uh, Mrs. Morofolu operates a tablet. Without understanding, you can't even use a tablet. How much more run eternal life? You, you, you just have to know how it works. Praise God. And this is what we are talking about, how it works. You, you've got to come to this place of understanding where you, you, you comprehend fully that there is more that defines me than my current circumstances. This is how they say it. There's more to me than what meets the eye. So what my physical eyes may be seeing may be sickness in my body. My present circumstances may look very dark and bleak. And we are not asking you to deny that. We are asking you to come to this place of understanding. Somebody say Understanding where you comprehend that there is more to who I really am than my circumstances, than what meets the eye. So yes, okay, I may not have money in my pocket. That doesn't mean I'm broke. Someone asked me to um, buy something as I was coming to church this evening for my kids, and I didn't have the cash with me. But the money I had in my account was... Could buy that thing, only God knows how many times. But I didn't have the cash with me. That I didn't have the cash in my pocket, does that mean I'm broke? No. In the same vein that you don't have the cash in your bank account, doesn't mean you are broke. You, if, if you are born again, you're, you're already victorious. And in every sense of the word. 
and it's walking in victory and living this victorious life from one step to another, one face to another. That's how you excel in life. That's how this ties into excellence. So, you are not born a full-grown man. You are not even conceived as a fully developed baby. <laughs> you are conceived as a sperm. And then, one phase after the other, you grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and grew until you became a baby and you continue to grow until you have become this full-grown adult that you are today. That's how everything in life is. That's the way God designed it since Adam. God didn't create a full-grown man again in Adam. Praise God. And that brings us into why what we are talking about here, pressing into victory. The victory is there. Spiritually speaking, materially speaking, health speaking, whatever it is, the victory is there. You just now need to press into it. And that press, that, that press speaks of an attitude, and that many Christians like that. We, we, the truth of the matter is, we're all tempted to want to throw in the towel, want to quit, get discouraged. <laughs> How many of us have been there before? You see, that's why you need to understand this concept. Glory, glory be to God. So, I want to speak to that person that is on the verge of giving up, or was. Your story is that you are now a was. You are on the verge of giving up. Don't, 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 don't throw in the towel. Hallelujah. Don't, don't belittle yourself. Don't, don't think low of yourself. Don't let whatever adverse circumstances you are going through now define you. You've got to come to that point where what God says about you, and you need this particularly when you are going through difficult times, is what defines you at your core. This is who I really am. And whatever thing I'm going through now that is not too palatable, that I'm not too excited about, this too shall pass. Hallelujah. In fact, my song is that this is going to turn around for my good. And what the enemy intended for evil, God is going to turn it around for my good. So they threw me in prison. But out of that ordeal, I'm coming out as the prime minister. Now, that, that is the life of excellence. And that kind of life takes a press. Hallelujah. Joseph was one of the people we were talking about here on Sunday. You don't give up. Okay, situations have now turned for the worse. I'm now imprisoned for something I did not do. That's when you need this pressing into victory. Ah, that dream that God gave me is still real. That vision I saw five years ago, it will still come to pass. You now begin to press. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know whether I'm making sense to someone. Is, is that attitude you need to develop, particularly when you have something you need to press through. We see this thing all through Apostle Paul's writings. They say the secret of great men is in their success. Let's start from probably the text that came to your mind, if you are familiar with the Bible, when you saw the writer, Philippians chapter 3. Let's start from there. Glory, glory be to God. Somebody say, I am pressing forward. Ah, I can't hear you. Say, I'm pressing forward. Say it with attitude. I'm pressing forward. Come on, ginger yourself. Anyhow, you say, I'm pressing forward. I'm not going to allow anything hold me back. I'm not going to allow anything keep me down. Things may not look the way I want them to look, but I have the attitude to deal with the matter. 
and that attitude is to press because I already have the victory. Oh, hallelujah. And if you have that, you will just find out that you will keep excelling. <laughs> Praise God. Not that I have already attained, Philippians 3 and verse 12, or I'm already perfected, but I press on. This is how to fulfill destiny. This is how to excel. This is the attitude that will cause us to be talking about you 2,000 years after. This is the attitude. I press. I press on that I may lay hold, please watch what he's saying, of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. That, that's the beautiful part of the gospel that we have. Jesus has done it for me. Paul is saying here that when Jesus saved me, there was something that he saved me for. He did it for me. That's the victory we are talking about. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended or to have arrived, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and I will add here even those things that are going on currently that I'm not particularly happy about. Hallelujah. Reaching forward for those things that are ahead. Can somebody shout out in faith, something greater is ahead of me. My path is shining brighter and brighter unto perfection. My best days are still ahead of me. Greater things are still laid up for me. You press to it. Hallelujah. The, the earlier you understand that it's going to demand a press. Hallelujah. The earlier you understand that, the better for you. I press to it. There's something better ahead of me. Those, I forget what is behind me. And sometimes you also have to forget good things that are behind us. I press forward to those that are ahead. I press, please watch this, toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. There's a prize. Notice that's P-R-I-Z-E. There's a reward. There's something to gain ahead of me. I, I'm going through all this difficulty now. In fact, the reason why some of these difficulties are even here, particularly the ones that are coming from the devil, is because he's trying to hinder me from getting to that price. But bless God, I'm going to get there in Jesus' name as I continue to press. Oh, hallelujah. You press towards victory. And it's important you have the right perspective. It's not after your prayers that I will get the victory. No. I already have the victory. It's, it's a bit paradoxical. There's an irony to it. But that's just the way it is. It's not like God is saying, Pastor T, after you are pressed and suffered, that's when I will now give you the victory. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says Jesus has already obtained the victory for you. And this will encourage you when you are going through difficult things. I already have the victory. Hallelujah. I may not see it. I may not feel it. I may not know how it's going to come to pass. But bless God. God is not a man that he should lie. And what he has said and what he has written is true concerning me. That is even the reason why I'm pressing. Oh, it's supposed to get better than this. And it will get better in Jesus' name. Look very carefully at what he said in verses 15 to um, verse 15 and 16. This, this is the core of what we are talking about because this is what we need. 
Therefore, because of what he has said, let as many of us as are mature have this attitude. Mind them means attitude. Have this attitude. That's what we are talking about. This is the attitude that will make a success out of your life. You are already a successful. <laughs> glory, glory be to God. But this is the mindset, the attitude that will cause us to see it. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal, reveal even this to you. Say, Father, I receive revelation. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. And what's that rule? The rule to press on. Let us be of the same mind. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So this was his admonition. So he wrote his son in the ministry, Timothy. He told him, fight the good fight of faith. See, this is it. Yes, we are victorious, but we still have to press and we still have to fight. Don't be shocked when you wake up in the morning and you're fighting for your health. That is what they're supposed to do. Don't be surprised. Wake up in the morning, you have to fight for your finances. Sometimes it can be a bit discouraging, I understand that, but that's why you need to have the right attitude. Don't be surprised. We wake up one day, you have to fight for your marriage. Fight the fight of faith. See, some of us are not fighting. And I'm telling you, if you're not fighting, particularly when you have been dropped inside the ring for a flight, for a fight, you are missing it. You are missing it. And what you really need to do is to roll up your sleeves, convince yourself afresh that I have the victory, and fight the fight of faith. And he defined the kind of fight. Fight the fight of faith. Fight of faith means that you are in faith. You believe what God has said. So I believe I already have the victory. I believe I'm already healed. I believe I'm already blessed. I believe I'm already prosperous. I'm now pressing by faith into it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't be surprised if you are in a fight. Fighting concerning your business. Fighting concerning your career. Fighting for your freedom. Fighting for your children. 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Fight the good fight. They call this a good fight. It's a good fight. It's a good fight because it is rigged in your favor. <laughs> Praise God. If God be for me, who can be against me? And I'm telling you, God is the one that has the final whistle in this fight. You will always win because you have already won in Christ. What they are now telling you is that you need to fight. I Left to me, oh, God shouldn't have designed it that way. But when we get to heaven, we'll have that conversation. That, that's not the time now. This is the time to fight. Hallelujah. And you need the right attitude to fight. You can't go into a fight thinking you are defeated already. You will lose. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. You need this attitude. As long as I don't throw in the towel, as long as I don't give up and quit, somehow, somehow, things are going to turn out in my favor. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. He told him, 1 Timothy 6 and 12. To which you are also called. 
and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. And Paul wasn't just telling us theory. At the end of his life, look at what he said in 2 Timothy chapter 4. This is what he had to do. I have fought the good fight, he said. So he wasn't just telling you, ah, it's for you. It's not for me. No. Everybody fights this fight. Look, oh, I'm telling you the truth, my people. <laughs> I always try to tell you some of these things. I'm fighting some fights as I'm standing here now. Hey, you, you, my friend, you, you fight. You are called to a fight. And that's how you press into your victory. And I will tell you something else. Every human being on the face of this earth, including Donald Trump, is fighting for election now. He's fighting a fight. Everybody has a fight to fight. Your own may be different from mine, no? but take courage in this one. We all of us, as long as we're on this side of the we're all fighting one thing or the other. And we can actually use that to encourage one another. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. That will be your story in Jesus' name. I have kept the faith. So it's the fight of faith he's talking about. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which really was promised me from the very beginning. Remember, it's not after that you get this. No, this has already been given to us. But we are to press into them. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved this appearing. Hallelujah. Look at what he said to the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. That one too is a very long reading. Is somebody getting something tonight? So here's the word of the Lord to you this Wednesday evening. If you are discouraged. This is just February. Let's look at the rest of this year. We still have 10 months, 11 months actually, including February to go. It's too early, sir. And I know if there's anyone that is dealing with discouragement, it's probably baggage from last year or previous years. But please, lay aside the weight and the sin. And attack this year with the right attitude. The right attitude is the attitude to press into it. God has great things in store for you this year. God has great victories ahead of you. God has amazing prosperity that I has not seen, that ears have not had in store for you. God has amazing turnaround victories for you. God has things beyond your wildest dreams ahead of you. But you have to press into it. If they are told Apostle Paul, you are going to write to us of the Bible. He could never have conceived it. He could never. He didn't know he was writing the Bible when he was pressing and writing those letters. Do you know what it takes to, to be in prison and to be writing to people that are free? Rejoice in the Lord, always. And again, I say rejoice. And his writing is rejoicing, you know. Just like when he was telling Timothy, fight. He was writing it, fighting. He wasn't talking theory. See, there are some things God did not tell you. Because honestly, the simple truth is this. Your mind cannot comprehend it. So, the one is telling you, you better that you can comprehend. <laughs> Praise God. Like, Fight. Uh, can you understand fight? Can you understand press? Call upon me, he said, and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know of. That, that's what this man got. Look at what he said here. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 
Let, let's read from verse 24. And I, I need to start closing. But do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? We are talking to prize again. What God has ahead of you? Talking about prize again. Run in such a way that you may obtain. So the, the attitude that I'm using to drive, to push, to run, is what is vital. And that's what he's dealing with here. Everybody is running. But some people are running in a way they are not going to win anything. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Run in a way that you will win. You will obtain the prize. And everyone that competes for the prize is temperate in all things. That word temperate there means having self-control. You will see that in a minute because he's talking about discipline here. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. In, in this text, like in some of the other texts he wrote, he's comparing the attitude and the lifestyle a believer must have to that of an Olympi um, Olympic athlete. You know the person that's going to win gold in 2020 Olympics if um, coronavirus will allow us to hold it. You know, it's already settled. Now, we may not know whether it's Pastor Bennett or Pastor Tola or this person's as in the name, but the person that will win gold, silver, bronze, the certain attitudes and last that they have been doing for years before now. You can't wake up in January 2020 and say, I want to compete in Olympics 2020, and you want to win a medal, sir, it's not going to happen. God, go we say no. Come back four years from now. Except he just wants to do something special with your life and make a sign. Why? You are supposed to have been pressing before now. And that's what he's telling us here. Glory be to God. Look, it is natural from time to time to feel weary, to feel discouraged, particularly if you are living in a city like Lagos. Am I talking to somebody? But that's when you now need to remind yourself of truths like this. <laughs> Glory to God. In fact, what I've learned is I, I just drag my weakness to God. And I just start calling the name of Jesus. Until strength rises up again and I get up and go again. That's the way to do it. Because you can't do this thing in your own strength. They are doing it for an imperishable crown. But we, we are, uh, for a perishable crown, Olympic government, we, 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 are, we are going for an per, imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus. There's a way I'm running. There's a way I'm living my life. Not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one that beats the air. I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest after I've preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. I want you to see the big picture of what he's talking about here. There's an attitude that I embrace. It's not easy. It requires me to push and press, but that's how I get to where I get to. And we need to take it from him. He finished this course. He obtained this prize. You and I will get there in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. One more text and then we'll close tonight. Second Corinthians chapter, two, chapter 1. Second Corinthians chapter 1. And again, I, I want to talk to anybody here because God brought you to my heart again tonight. Maybe you are feeling worn out. You are feeling discouraged. You are feeling tired. You are feeling like throwing the towel. You are feeling like giving up. No. No. If Paul did not give up, please don't give up. Listen to what Apostle Paul said he went through here. 
Hallelujah. I, I really love to have, I would have loved to start from verse 3, or the whole chapter really, but let me, because of time, let's read from verse 8. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia. And bear in mind that this is ministry he's talking about. It's not even his personal marriage or his personal career. This is God called him to ministry. But trouble came. And it's not only ministry trouble comes. Trouble comes in marriages. Hello? Trouble comes in our careers, in our business, in every, including ministry. But watch the attitude here. And watch how you press into victory. That, that's what you need to learn. I don't want you, don't think that, hey, because we are writing Bible, we didn't have challenges. So I don't want you to be ignorant of the kind of trouble we went through. Don't think we only had a smooth sail because we succeeded. No, I don't want you to be ignorant about what I went through. That we were burdened beyond measure. Not everybody is burdened beyond measure. Some people may be. But you, you, all you have is a burden. It's not beyond measure. Now, for those of you that your own may actually be beyond measure, hey, take, take encouragement from, from Apostle Paul tonight. We are burdened beyond measure above strength so that we despaired of life. Not everybody is despairing of life. Despair of life means we wanted to commit suicide. I know people are jumping on Todd Miller Bridge in Lagos now. <laughs> but it's not everybody. Now, it, it, it actually gets that bad for some people. It actually gets that bad that you, you, you literally despair of life. In other words, you wish you were dead. Sometimes trouble, but I'm saying that even if the trouble comes to that level, that's the worst of its kind. The way out to come to the other side where you have laid hold on the victory is still to press through it. And that's what he's teaching us here. He didn't say because you attempted to go and jump on Third Man Bridge, go and jump on Third Man Bridge. No. Tell your neighbor, don't go and jump on Third Man Bridge. <laughs> Ah, that God can teach us to laugh through such kind of trouble. <laughs> that you wake up and you're tempted to go and jump off and you just say, ha, ha, ha. My prophecy this year is my year of laughter, not my year of jumping on Third Milan Bridge. And you, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and you laugh through it. Oh, hallelujah. We, we got to that point where we despaired even of life. Verse 9, yes. We have the sentence of death in ourselves. In other words, we are staring death in the face. I mean, you, okay, you are trying to preach the gospel. The worst they did to you is that you invited them to church and they didn't come. For Paul, they will lock you up in prison and feed you to the lions for preaching the gospel. You know, I can understand if they feed lions for sleeping with another man's wife. But for preaching the gospel, <laughs> that's the kind of trouble they were in. But yet, here he is encouraging us. Hallelujah. We have the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not, but look at, look at how we now began, began to come out. And this, this is it. That we should not trust in ourselves. But in God. <laughs> this is what to do. Who raises the dead? Hallelujah. Who delivered us from so great a death? And does deliver us, 
and whom we trust will still deliver us. <laughs> Hallelujah. You also helping together in prayer for us. You see why it's important that we should be praying for one another? Please let me encourage everyone again. No, make sure one way or the other you are connected to one of our prayer platforms in this church. Pray, I mean, Deep Waters, formerly pray with Dr. K, which we also repeat 5.30 in the morning and 9 p.m. at night in this church. And then when we come together like we did, you, you, you don't know how far-reaching such prayers go. But Apostle Paul is revealing their secrets to us here. We had problem that death was staring us in the face. But do you know the God that delivered us, that is still delivering us, instead of boasting in God, and will deliver us, is the one that brought us through. Plus, you're praying for us. Tap your neighbor and say, let me pray for us, pray for us, or pray for me. And I will pray for you. Tell your neighbor, I will pray for you. You also helping together in prayer for us that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. Hallelujah. There is a way out of any kind of difficulty to arrive at this place where we are manifesting victory. And the way is to press through it. <laughs> Glory be to God. Trusting God. The God that has not failed you up until now, sir. He is not going to fail you. 2020 is too late for God to start failing you. After all these years. Said the God that delivered us. And is still delivering us. I mean, he must be. That's why we are still breathing. Even though death is staring us in the face. And we are confident that he will deliver us. That's the kind of person I have backing me up. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to press. I'm going to press. Hallelujah. Is somebody ready to press from this point? Rise up on your feet. Lift your hands to heaven. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Ital Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.